This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, you know, another all-nighter for me, and it was me, myself, I was not alone. I was in there with, in the mixing studio with Nick, Elodian. And we were... Planning secret messages for children in the cartoons. Do you know about this, Hayes? I've I've heard about this, yeah. Things about having kids like buy oil. Like having yes. them go buy gas. But, posi- but all positive stuff. All positive stuff for the economy. Okay. Like go buy gas. You right. know? Like use more gas. I mean, it was mostly gas based. It is what I was saying. The same thing as that. It's exactly what you're saying. I what did having I to buy with gasoline. You? Yeah. Okay. Did I? You're saying it like it's the same, like as if I disagreed with you. I'm just wondering why you did that. No, you just said "but," and then you sort of repeated back the same did you, thing. That, but did you notice that you did that? That you acted? I like didn't I do disagreed anything. with you. <laughs> Yo, no, yeah, no, you did. The way you were, the way you were saying choice, yeah, because of the way you were saying it. No, it's well, interesting. It's an interesting story. I, I thought it was too, but um, uh, you know, it doesn't even matter. We'll we'll talk about it later. We have obviously to do the show. Welcome to Hollywood Handbook and Insider's Guide show. to Kicking Butt and Dropping Names in the Red Carpet Lineback Hallways of this industry we call Showbiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, special guest, important guest today to us professionally, having been on this uh, show before, and personally because of the role that he has played in our in our family's lives in one case uh, t- uh tim heidecker is, is is back on the show tim hello thank you so much for being here welcome and how's it what's up thank you for having me what's up i don't know and tim and and what up what up to you from me and from yeah. my family and of course from my son yeah the that we were just speaking the last time i was on the only time the other time i was on the first time i was on you regretfully were the, the only in, time in the delivery room you were in the delivery yes. room and my wife was there and we were having the baby and you are in many ways the first man in my baby's life you're the sort of the first person that he met and the influence has been tremendous and so you know i've been showing him your stuff he's what he's doing all the you know the whole cycle we cool. started Tom goes to the mayor and then we went through, you know, the entire catalog, <laughs> Tom goes to the mayor. Did, you know, and, and we did, uh, we recently we were doing beef house and we we're getting all <laughs> of it in there. And he is, uh, he doesn't always, he doesn't always connect to it, but when he does, it's like it, the light goes on in his eyes, you know, you have kids. I mean, you know how that feels. It's very colorful and there's a lot of music and there's a lot of, uh, yeah, it's, it's quick moving. And so for, for infants, it can be pretty effective. Mm-hmm. And it's co- sort of messed up, some of it as well. It's totally messed up. That's what we <laughs> shoot for. I love messed up comedy. Sick in the head. Yeah, no, but that's I was good. talking to Twisted. Uh, to Crawford, uh, this baby about um, 
Mr. America. You were talking to the baby about the baby's mm. name is Crawford. Yes. Yeah. Is that is is he named after Keith Crawford? He's the one of the from develop, a, from the, William Street from Adult yeah. Swim. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it just picked a name out of the credits from one of your projects and just yeah, he's sort usually of went at the end, that. usually at the end, executive in charge of production or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Crawford was saying he didn't know if the lady in it was real, like that she's real, but if she was like faking it or what. Mm. Yeah, your son, the one year old, was wondering that. Yeah, well, one and a but, half, but yeah, regardless, and not that like, uh. It's not a criticism, no. necessarily, but to him it was. No, that wasn't one of his criticisms. Yeah, that wasn't one of. That wasn't. No, one well, of that that wasn't criticism. one of the issues that he had. He had issues with Mr. America. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, nothing's perfect. Everybody, you know, the audience no, brings their own experience yeah. to it, and so, like, yeah, I mean, did he have? He had well for Crawford. She was uh, an actor. Yeah, she was cast to she's play fake. that person and she was yeah she was uh yeah, in on fake. the okay that's what he she said. knew what was that's going what, on yeah. that's what he said we have so there's this there's like the personal stuff but there's also like really really big like business stuff happening right yes. now. You, huge you tim yes. have big the moves stand up you have the special out the special tim. is out it's done it's out it's on youtube what is that like releasing something like that it's out there now is it like, and now it's like kind of not yours anymore and you're watching yeah. other people have their experiences with it? Like mm-hmm. what is that? And uh, I mean, the honest truth is we did that special like a few years ago, a okay. couple of years ago. Okay. And it is a meta comedy special. You know, it is not, it is a character who is bombing the whole night. And it's but the not, material doesn't feel dated. Not really. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It, it it kind of got stronger as it sat. It kind of fermented, mm. which is a good comedy, a good you know Hollywood lesson is, you know, pick your moments if you can. But it feels like when I did it, we might the insiders like you and I, we might have a sense, sort of a spidey sense, if you will, about there being Spider-Man. sort of over oversaturation of comedy in the world right now. Yeah, mm, especially yeah. in the stand up uh, format. Yeah, but, but yeah. that that feels like uh, your average Joe can uh, relate to that. Well, Crawford was saying something interesting about it when I did discuss the special with him, which is what actually one of his favorite things that you've done. Um, wow, he was talking about how standups are sort of the last true warriors, and they're just up there with their mic, which is their sword, and that. Uh, in a country that has become overrun with kind of soy boy, uh, right. you know, yes, yes, that you are something of an Achilles. Uh, yeah, truth. T- I like consider consider him a truth teller. Thank you, your son and me, my character, my many characters. I get. I'm. Conv- I'm. I'm. I forget who I am. Uh, half the time, anyways. <laughs> The 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 smartness of this, we we do a similar thing where we do a show and like it bombs and we're like, oh, first of all, that was a long time ago. <laughs> we always say uh-huh. when it comes out, we're like, oh, that was like yeah. forever. I forgot about that. We go, oh, we're way better since then. Right. Even if it was actually yeah. very recent, because I notice a lot of people in the audience are wearing masks. So not mo- not many of them. 
Nobody's but, wearing masks in 2018. Well, you not many, any masks. not many, yeah. but definitely mm. like not as many as you would hope, but definitely some. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then we say like, oh, first of all, it was a character. It was on purpose. And it <laughs> and it was so long ago. I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't have a lot to do with it, frankly. Like I kind of showed up. <laughs> uh, they were filming it. For whatever yeah. reason, and then it came out. So I, it was just one of many things I do. Is yeah. you know, people love it. Whatever. It's almost it's, by accident. Yeah, if people yeah. freak out for it. That's great. If they don't, it's like you didn't see it either. So who no. cares? <laughs> but we do want to talk about these uh, these projects. Space Force, Space Force coming space out Force. very soon. Mm-hmm. It, space Force it, on the horizon. Well, it's a space. Words. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, let's just be clear here. It's a bre- it's a full rebrand of Space. Force force uh we read no mark naird mark naird is still the general in charge no uh no we've re we kind of like uh it's really complicated but we uh me and greg daniels and uh steve carell Mm -hmm. like flipped at the reaction when it came out on netflix we flipped really upset because we were psyched about it yeah yeah, and, naturally. You know, if you saw the original Space Force, I'm not really there. I'm not really in it. And that Yeah, uh, I was gonna ask, yeah. Was an issue. And so one of the strategies we had after it kind of came and bombed, frankly, it was like a really disappointing thing. Mm-hmm. We said, it was made let's, a long time ago. Let's do a let's let's call Netflix. We got Netflix on the phone. We said, Can we get the full mulligan? We want to just wipe it start fresh let's do get everybody in mm-hmm. everybody Just let us do it again please everybody mm-hmm. came in to write on this the second pass yeah everybody so that so that was the difference most of the people were not there before was that the issue colin jost came in and wrote wrote like colin and michael like the two co-head writers on snl both came in wow. and did a full page one rewrite of Basically, the whole show. No BS. So Colin Jokes is in there actually pitching some of his famous Colin Jokes. That, yeah, they did such a great cleanup job on it. So it ended up ha- when it ended up happening was it got so radically changed. We changed the title hmm. and uh, we got John in, we got Fred in and a couple other people. And it's just so much cleaner, which I love about that. It was is so- John Ralphio still going to be a part of it, though? I mean, I remember... Being concerned when no, I didn't see him on had, the post. We really had to rethink the whole, we had to rethink the entire thing, like mm. ground from the ground up. Like it was, it was like a ter- total That's what teardown. Space Force should have been called from the ground mm-hmm. up. From the ground up. Yeah. It's pretty smart. That's yeah, what but they it's did. Not, it's now moon, moon base. And what's funny is Netflix now, you know, they're, they didn't, uh, they couldn't actually air the redo the mulligan so showtime came in and now they're doing it but it was yeah right it's really copyright awesome. stuff that that was already they, that's I, gonna that get stuff they, is over my pay get, grade that gets yeah well, that gets all like in the original deal i know there was sort of built in the potential for this to happen so there was this understanding like if we're gonna get all these people together let's make sure that we'll have that out that opportunity to redo to do a mulligan if we're not if the audience isn't really thrilled with it so luckily i think a lot of projects are doing that now they're building in from the ground that they're saying like if this comes out like if the new uh james bond movie comes out or something Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. not a success that there is that built in you know it's budgeted now it's budgeted yeah uh for you to go 
for you to go like strip this to the to the down down to the copper wire, you know, and mm-hmm. and redo sell it. Sell some of it. Sell some of the parts. Down to the, and down to the studs in the case of you and Fred and uh, John. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know, Space Force will. Like the original version, that that's still playing like internationally. That's still gonna be yes. That's and so you recouped. You recouped. That's fine mm-hmm. internationally. You know, like it's fine. No, with this, these the, reboots are in the black before they roll camera. The way the way yeah. they frame the way they yeah. It's all pre sold. It's all pre sold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're happy with it. It's still like very, um, you know, it's tough. It's it's still like there's an original sin, I guess, in there in the original Space Force that you just are not going to be okay. able to cleanse for mm-hmm. this new launch. No, again, great pun, but it's it's going to come and go like everything, like the stand-up special, like my music, like mm-hmm. Mr. America. You know, it will come and go. Well, so Mr. America is going to come back, like keep coming back and... No, it's just it's gone. It's it oh, came gone. and went. I see. It came I see. and went. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what you're saying? Yes, is that it's gone. So we got bought since you were last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. By who? By the radio. <sighs> the radio actually came in. Yeah. The car. The radio in the car. Mm-hmm. W M A R O N. So that is so interesting. WMARON is I guess now a subsidiary. Yes. That's a, that's so that's the M now in Sirius XM. Cool. Yeah. It stands so for extra got their own for shingle. Extra extra Marin. Mhm. Uh but Sirius XM of course is like our big parent company and they yeah. are constantly looking for new programming to put on this car radio and even well, finding these numbers Tim. If, I mean, even if you finding just spin it new around. Numbers, yes. They're finding yeah. these new numbers and they're like Oh, what do we do with this one? They just found forty is on there oh, in the car radio, right? Yeah, and they've got it. The keyboard has these emoji symbols too that they're thinking maybe they Come do on. some channels with these. What's the channel? What channel is it? Just the Hollywood Handbook on Channel Forty? No, this is a network. What's the network? W W M A R O N. Is that what the network is? No, this is actually this is one that we are and they actually came to us and they said. Here's the idea. You do whatever you like. You do it with this. Tim XM. Nice. Tim XM. Mm-hmm. Tim okay. XM. How's that grab you? Uh, that is that Tim related to me? Uh, could be. Could it be. Could be. Okay. Could be. Obviously, the big fish that we're after here is Tim Gunn, who has expressed some interest. <laughs> uh huh. Can we get two Tims? And he said he won't do it unless we have another Tim. Great. And t- so we did an episode with Tim Simons pretty recently. That was sort of an audition for this. Went horribly. Who's this? He's very ch- Tim Simons. Don't know him. He, yeah, he's like a tall guy. He's like a golf guy. He he's he was on uh, on Beep the um, HBO mm-hmm. President jokes. Oh, Beep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where they're cussing. <laughs> they're saying fuck stick. There, I know what you're talking about. They're going, yeah, you yeah. armadillo fuck. Right. And you're like, what right. the? That's not a curse I've heard. I know. They, they're very creative. He lied constantly through the entire show, uh, was not dressed appropriately at all, uh, was not a good fit for this project. Okay. Well, we might use him still, but the guy doesn't know his goddamn dick from a breadstick, Tim. What about Tim Daly? And now we're talking wings, and now we're a little bit more in my area of expertise. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. yes, Tim Daly is... 
interesting. So he, it's weird. He's interested in doing it, but only as his character from the Sopranos who got the shit beat out of him. Uh huh. Sure. Uh, which I think is like, it's a strong choice, but to me, it doesn't have a lot of legs and Tim Gunn's not going to like it. He abhors violence and that that's not going to make it work. Right? No. Uh, it's, it's maybe a weird, uh, it's a weird place for him to be in, to be in, insistent on that. I mean, he wouldn't have the rights to that anyways. He's, I mean, he'd have to go to chase. Well, that's another thing legally where, yeah, we're going to end up in a pretty big bind. Mm-hmm. Um, when did, I mean, I know I get, I can only imagine that David Chase made a lot of money on the Sopranos, but enough to start a bank. Isn't that crazy? And it just goes to show that investments and wealth are unrelated to actual just earning power. Right. And he must have put it, he must have immediately put every check in the bank and that it eventually got so big that it became a He's like, listen, use. I can lend you money. I'll lend you money and I'll take a little piece. Like just a kind of like maybe a lesson he learned from the mob. You know, money uh, loan sharking essentially is what a bank is. Yeah, that, they're basically it? saying Just legal like, loan sharking. There's yeah. the mob right there. But I'll keep your money too. That's an, one of the aspects of bank banks is you know I'll hold on to your money. It's safe with me. And mm-hmm. that's what David Chase has shown. He's he's very adept at. That's why he really has not a lot of success after The Sopranos because all that energy, time, and creativity uh, and enterprise went into Chase Bank. The here's yeah. the recipe. This is the the Chase investment recipe. I did a little seminar on this. It goes is ten percent luck, right? Twenty percent skill, fifteen percent concentrated power of will, five percent pleasure. Wow. Fifty percent pain. <laughs> wow. And a hundred percent reason to remember the name. And the name in this case is Toby Soprano. Toby Soprano. That's uh, what do you? You sound like Yogi Berra with the with the percentages. They were all over the place, but I love it. It's creative and it's fun with numbers. It does actually add up. I'm pretty sure it adds up exactly to 100 percent. 200 percent. Yeah, that's why. And that's why we. And you have to admit that we do remember this name, this guy. Yeah, who is such a like this character? Come on. He's like the ultimate hero in TV, or or you could even call anti-hero. You could say, it, yeah, uh, yeah, because it's because for somebody who is the hero, not all of his actions are that heroic. No, he's complicated, and he almost like paves the way for other characters, like, um, well, Deadwood, Ed Wood, Ed Wood, and yeah, Brian Cramlin's show. What's the Brian Cramlin show? Uh, mm-hmm. It's Bronchi Bad. It's a. It's actually yeah. It's actually a really cool show. And if pe- for people who haven't checked this, I love turning people onto this stuff. There used to be a show called Get Up on this. I don't or know. Better if Call do Paul. Better Call Paul. The show mm-hmm. with uh, David Cross. Mm-hmm. That one's cool. It's a little like. It doesn't have as much like shooting as the other ones, so I don't know if it, right. people will want to watch it. I I tried. I fell asleep. But that one could be sick as hell. I'm trying to remember because there is other shows. Oh, well, I mean, would you even say it's an inspiration a little bit for um, some of your stuff? What? Like, like Thicker. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I watch this stuff. I mean, I'm a, I, you know, I simp for Tim. I'm a timp. Okay. I'm a timp. Okay. I'm a yeah, timp yeah. simp. You know what I mean? I'll say it. I'll name your damn show, uh, you know, when you're right in front of you. Sims for Temps. 
Simp, simps for Timps? Simp, simp for Timps. <laughs> Timps, simp, Timps. The Timpsons. I draw a lot of inspiration from all kinds of shows. We love the format of, you know, the sitcom format, the uh, mm. the time, the time it, and sort of the production schedule for them. You know, we just sort of studied mm. more, not necessarily the content, the writing, just sort of how you build a schedule, how you develop the prep period and how the you calendar right yeah I mean, and how you like kind of feeling things how you can overlap post with production like, well and you are you blocking you're shooting that? excuse me if you're shooting day one get start getting that footage over to your, your post soup and let get him get the editor orging yeah. you know let him get sort of like a timeline going or org the footage we're, we're touching on something I do like to remind everyone of because you talk about like there's post and there's this side of it and there's the calendar and there's the line producer and people go, oh, where does it? What's the hierarchy of this? Uh, easy way to remember. Nobody outranks health and safety. Not these days. No, I mean, nobody that's... outranks health and safety. So my, people might go, oh, it's Tim's show. He's the boss. No, actually, he works for health and safety. Now in this new COVID age that we'll you know, hope, hopefully be living with for a long time to come because... It sets a standard, and well, listen. I hope COVID just clear. is clear. Yeah, yeah. I hope COVID's. You know, we have the vaccine, and people get back to you know that people don't get infected with the COVID. But I hope that the protocols and the policies that that this pandemic have uh, ingrained in us uh, remain a part of the process. Nice to have it as a mighty cudgel to wield, so that you could infect someone with it if you want. Well, that, but also just the regiment, the regiment of, uh, you know, separating the different departments so that you can't, like, I can't be spoken to in the, mm-hmm. in the makeup chair, mm-hmm. uh, the grips or PA, like nobody can really communicate or be around No one can each be other. anywhere near you. They can't even come in. To and say if they try, job. you can be like, what? The thing? The yeah. Mask, I, yeah. What and is so Sorry. I think going yeah. forward, let's just hope that that just becomes industry standard, that mm-hmm. all the below the line whatever they are, you want to call them sound guys or just the grunts, uh, are heavily masked and wear, you know, incredible coverage so that they can't infect anybody. And you don't the, have to above see the them. talent. Never yeah. see them. And if they approach you, it's forbidden and they actually are in trouble. And then you won't see any more of these uh, outbreaks or pandemics. It'll right. be sort of nip it in the bud. I do hope it continues forever. I appreciate that it's a barrier to entry for new talent, which for me is huge. Yes. Uh, I yes. felt those I felt some of these guys sort of nipping at my heels cuz I'm not going to do something new. No, but now we need experience here. You can't just have someone be like wandering. It's very dangerous in this right. new yeah, situation. Right. Yeah, the gate is closed. It's like the gate is yep. closed and Ladder's we're up. not yep. there's no real reason to open it up. I mean, obviously we're going to have to kind of draft in Younger talent, like, you know, if we're, if we're looking into casting a family sitcom, you're going to want like an eight-year-old, a 10-year-old. Just grab uh, your kids. And yeah, I mean, it would be great if they come from the system. So if you have somebody that's already in development at Paramount or wherever. And keep uh, the money where it is a little bit, you know what A I little mean? bit, like yeah. It's already it, coming to your house. Yeah, it's nepotism in a good way and in a positive way that oh, yeah. sort of creates a, a closed... Uh, a closed loop that, frankly, you know, we're going to need to to have in place for a long time to come, hopefully. Well, we need it all, Tim, for this. This is 24-hour Tim. Well, we have the content. I mean, if you don't mind just having the audio from some of this stuff, I think the content's That's all there. we can do. So it's a car radio. And so we there is it is all sound. There is no visual component at all. Of course, you got the little, like, digital screen 
And so right. you've got like pixels that are being rearranged to like suggest one thing or sure. another. Uh, but you know, like could simulate sex with them. Yeah, what would like yeah, a pro- sure. what would a programming uh, like a block of programming look like in your ha- in your head? Well, I think we would do one hour of just jokes, just cut up from different projects. Right. And so you would say, I, we can get this now, honestly. We probably just should. the punchlines. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, hey, everybody, it's Tim XM. Uh, and these are some of my favorite ass jokes. Okay. And then you like just set it off that way. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Heidecker here. And these are some of my favorite ass jokes. Take it away, Tim. Something like that. You are Tim XM. So this is like part of it, too, mm-hmm. is that you are. The, the station itself as well. Mm-hmm. Like you're you in are. the car, you're in the console. I am Tim. This is Tim XM. All Tim, all night, all day. Mm-hmm. Take it away, Tim. Something mm-hmm. like that. Great. And we can put in the favorite Astrojokes part mm-hmm. into that. We'll drop that in because we have that clean from earlier. Coming up, a couple of tracks from my 2015 album, Urinal Street Station by the Yellow River Boys. Take it away, Tim. That's great. And then just one that's um, for stuff that like didn't work as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like stuff that like you are just like less proud of potentially because we are using all of it, mm-hmm. and so just like a just like, so much time, right? Um, for the next hour, here are some tweets from 2014. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Tim FM, Tim XM. Sorry, take two. Hey everybody, it's Tim XM. Coming up at the eight o'clock hour, some tweets from 2014. Take it away, Tim. That's great because we will, we are going to be reading all the posts. Yeah, and we have so much of you throwing to yourself. Can we have some of you accepting the throw from yourself? Like, hey, okay, thanks, okay. Tim. <laughs> hey, thanks, Tim. Coming up. <laughs> hey, thanks, Tim. Here is some audio from my small role in the read. Uh, let me take that again. Thanks, Tim. All right, coming up, we got some of the audio from my classic scene with Nick Kroll in the uh, National Lampoon's Vacation Reboot starring Ed Helms. That's really good. We are going to do big, big blocks of SNL monologues. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if you could just like rattle off a few favorites any that like stick out of my I don't, i've never done snl you're saying of other people's uh yeah in a perfect world you would be doing some some classic snl monologues by some other people i don't have any of those memorized uh i don't know okay. why you thought, would think i did <laughs> i don't i don't memorize monologues from snl um okay you can f- shoot me over one if you want. Uh, yeah, I mean, Christopher Walken did a Christmas episode where he sang Walken in a Winter Wonderland. It's kind of funny. His last name's Walken. Uh-huh. You could really hit that. All right. Kevin, can you just like maybe pull one? We can do that later. Maybe pull one of those up. You have, uh, if you get a Joseph Gordon-Levitt one, that would be great. Joseph Gordon-Levitt okay. hosting SNL monologue. Approaching the Five Timers Club, I think. And honestly, if he if he did get in there, that could be a really funny one. Really? Oh, you're talking about Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, has done SNL five times? I think he's approaching the Five Timers Club. He's he's zeroed in on the Five Timers Club, and he's headed there. 
Do you think he'll 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 hit there? He'll hit it soon. What what do you think? It's I in mean, his sights. If Don John's any indication, this guy. You see Don John? Easy. You see Don, Don John? Don John. Don John. Di- directorial debut. Don John? <laughs> First one he directed. I miss. I didn't get the porn. The porn one. The where he's addicted to porn. You jacking off? Yes, that I is jacking off. I skipped that one. I didn't watch that one. Haven't seen it yet. Mm. No. I I wasn't I wasn't nuts about his that movie he did Garden State so I just I felt like I, nothing about you know as a director made me want to go but see another the one. music Tim the music was I mean great. okay the movie sure the movie but Tim the music the music was great thank you yeah I'd be happy to do one I can record it send it over at some other point but it's a, I don't know why would why do you think people would want to hear me doing SNL monologues on my radio station that seems a little weird. Well, the monologue's the best part. Uh, mm-hmm. It's comedy. Uh, you're gonna run out of stuff. Okay. And the show, it's you. Then, like, who else would do it? Is what's confusing to me. The I whole guess, network is yeah. is right. named it's after your you. Network. So well, who, I, yeah. you want someone else doing SNL monologues? I don't. I'm like taking stuff off your plate, and you're like, put it back on. I don't <laughs> want to. Yeah, I'll try it. You know what? Well, what about doing like a William Shatner from the like he did a he was on there a couple times, did a funny couple of funny appearances from him. I could try that. It's going Denny back Crane? a little bit. Is that Denny Crane? Uh, William Shatner, Boston Legal's Denny Crane. Right. <laughs> yeah, there, that's right. And Kirk, Kirk, Dana Car- Dana Carvey doing a con in uh, on 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 SNL. He goes. He loves it. What Phil else, Hart, Sean? Phil we Hartman, gotta get uh, Phil Hartman well, doing a shot. One second. Phil, excuse me, Phil Hartman. One second. Phil Hartman doing Bones. Uh, Kevin Nealon doing Spock. <laughs> they had it all figured out. That and was the, that was my era, you know. Kevin Nealon is Spock. That's sort of the touchstone for me. So funny. He go, Captain. This is highly illogical. And then Hartman comes in with, Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor, not a. Oh, actually, it was a guy choking. On, uh, it was it, it, the premise was that Star Trek was now a restaurant. It was a seafood restaurant in space, a revolving restaurant. No, and and there was a guy who was uh, eating some food, and he started choking, and J- and Shatner's playing Kirk, and he says, "Bones, help this man." He goes, "Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a." Oh, and then he realizes, oh, this right. is that's the it. one exactly time they what a were actually asking for a doctor. And he's trying to do the Heimlich. Heimlich's not working. Heimlich's not working. Neelan comes in as Spock, gives him the thing on the back of the neck, the Vulcan death grip. Mm. That's what gets the food out. Mm-hmm. Now, who played the choking guy? Who played the choking guy in the sketch? Anybody know? Kevin Meany. Come on. That's a surprise to me. Yeah. Kevin Meany, look it up. Joseph Gordon Levitt. I thought that was his first no, no, live this appearance. Is 89. It could have, you know, who who would it love it comes in with Carvey. Carvey's playing uh Khan from Star mm. Trek Two with the mm. big blonde hair and the chest. But John Lovett is the health inspector. So Khan has gotten the health inspector to try to close down Kirk's restaurant. It's a classic sketch. And we see we hear this now in like 2020 and we're like, okay, Star Trek as a seafood restaurant. I've I've seen that a hundred million times. <laughs> right. You yes. judge it by 
when it was really what people saw it at the time it's like yeah it's not scary now when a freaking train is on screen coming towards you right at the time people had not seen that before no it's right it's like yes it's a cliche because someone did it so well you here's here's how innovative the sketch was you've got carvey because this is live right snl's live you've got no net so and of course it's edited for rerun the problem like you've got carvey backstage doing scotty on mm-hmm. just the audio, just through the, you know, it's a, Scotty, I need more. We need more tartar sauce. I've given it all I can, Captain. I can't uh-huh. get any more. He's off camera. And you're thinking, oh, too bad. We don't get to see Scotty. But why don't we get to see Scotty? Because Carvey comes in as Khan. Boom. And he's doing double duty. Doing and, double and duty. Who pulled him aside right before? Dana, do you think we could get you to do two characters in this one? Whatever right? you need, Lauren. Whatever you need. Dana, you're the only cat that's got the juice to pull off double duty on this damn thing. It was a different time. This was how Lauren he talked, was you know? he used to talk like that. Yeah. Of course, no African Americans anywhere near that cast. So they have uh, Victoria Jackson doing the female uh, Uhuru part. Mm-hmm. Um, not in blackface, thank God. But you that know, particular it, it, cast. Yeah, it's a yeah that is a white ass cast. Yeah, Nora Dunn is. I think I think Clegghorn was sick that week. Who? Clegghorn? No, this is pre. That's what Warren said. This, this is, is pre Clegghorn. Pre. She wasn't even a featured guest. Mm. Featuring Ellen Clegghorn. Hollywood handbook. Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, ready to go in just two minutes speaking of ready to go in just two minutes chef kevin is here with his new show the chef kevin factor where he creates fresh never frozen meals now this is different kevin i just want to i just want to establish it's none of this like here's a like a pile of ingredients like this is the meal the meal has to be ready it's not a recipe Mm -hmm. okay this is the meal you cook the full meal for us now, Kevin. Yeah. You don't just send us a bunch of stuff you had laying around in your cabinet. You're actually doing the cooking. And there are 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Which is this? It's a little bit of all of them. Okay. Okay, it shouldn't be. There are also more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. How many add-ons? And what are some of them? It's... One big add-on, okay. and it's you on your bed. You're so tired after you eat my meal. The, ad- <laughs> the, the promise y- is the y- meal y- makes us sleepy. You've been pushing that so much. You're That's saying that you will be copy. added on to your to bed. To your bed, yeah. Your bed plus one. That's the opposite of what this is supposed to do. It's supposed to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day I know, give you a ton of energy. This they have like wrong. smoothies and things this like is that. Wrong. Reservation yeah. for two, me walking in my bedroom. What's the second? It's you in your bed? The bed. I got clippy. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No, we didn't even. This is abs- This is not even up for consideration. So let's just hear what the actual meal. What was the was. food? I don't want to go to bed. It's very simple. It's one huge chicken nugget. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash theboys50 
and use code THEBOYS50 to get 50% off. That's code THEBOYS50 at factormeals.com slash THEBOYS50 to get 50% off. Life can be ridiculous, but you know what's not funny? Getting ripped off, and Harry's agrees. So what we want to talk about today with... Sorry, you said Harry's or Harry? I said Harry's. we, We always talk about Harry's first, and then we talk about you, Clean Harry... Uh, who are sort of our new Noted. mascot, I don't know, Note for, taken. for this campaign. Talk about Harry's first. Okay. What we want to talk I about is something funny that happened to you recently. Great. A ridiculous or fun situation that you were in okay, recently. Uh, That's the prompt, and that'll take us into discussing the product. Particularly how great funny, the product funny to me or funny to just anyone? I, I mean, do you... You feel like there's a difference there, like you. Yeah, I mean, I've had things happen to me that I suppose you would find funny. Okay, but that you didn't find funny, and and well, you have no, things, not really. And you have things that have happened that you would find funny, but the rest of the world would not. Yeah, I guess I'm interested in that one. That I would find funny. Yes, but that others would not find funny. You seem to think that you have like a specific taste. When it comes to what's funny or ridiculous that is not. I ordered uh, um, like a scented spray for my pillow to help me sleep at night. Like a lavender scent. Okay. And uh, they, they accidentally sent me two. Okay. So you understand that most people would not find that funny or ridiculous. But mm-hmm. but you but you do. I just had a, a little chuckle about the mix up at the at the shipping okay. uh, warehouse. <laughs> Harry saw customers getting screwed over by questionable That's overpriced, a come up. overpriced shaving products. Clean Harry on the come up. I decided to do something better. Instead of charging the same stupid high prices, Harry's found their own way to Double make be- scent bottle. beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of other big brands. Exceptional BOGO, products, baby. Exceptional products, honest prices. I don't. Is there a BOGO as part of this? Because I don't want to be like talking about no, but uh, that's deals what happened. that are. No, uh, but I, Clean Harry Punk, actually Harry's, got two bottles. Buy one, get one. Their deodorant, their lotion, their body wash, their hair gel, all very high-quality products. They all smell great. German engineer blades made in their own factory. They stay sharp longer. You get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash the boys. Highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. No risk trial. Don't like your shave. No worries. It's on them. Getting ripped off isn't funny do you want to hear what happened to me that you might find yes funny, uh, yes sure but that you didn't yeah so you're attuned to, to this stuff i got my foot stuck in the dryer at the laundromat and it somehow turned on and you know that that was what something other people would find funny based on well the responses you were you were getting a lot of people inside that laundromat seemed to find it pretty humorous when my legs started spinning around and flipping me over. <laughs> what happened was I was holding my laundry basket with both hands and I saw, ooh, still a sock left in the dryer. Mm-hmm. So I stuck my foot in and tried to pick it up with my little toesies. I wear sandals. Punk. And as I'm picking it up, I just sort of tripped 
and my foot got wedged in between. There's like slats in there and stuck inside there. And then I don't know who, somebody pushed the button or what, but it turned on and the thing starts flipping over and I'm flying in circles. Help, punk, help me, you punks. Are your clothes staying in the basket? Or are you going fast? No, no, okay, no. So. I'm wearing all of them by the end of the cycle. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash the boys. That's harrys.com slash the boys for a $3 trial set. Hey, guys. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. You can see all your subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. The subscriptions are insidious. They're yes. the scourge of our modern life. And you never realize what you're subscribing to or that you're still being charged. I know that I was about 19 dresses into receiving yeah. each one of the 27 dresses mm -hmm. from the movie 27 dresses yeah. before I found out how much it was costing yes. that they intended to send me. By the way, you'll this will shock you. 54 dresses if i did not cancel and i you know you I go, oh, also well, that one's got an end by like dress 14 15 i think it starts to become clear like these aren't the dresses oh no they were not from the movie they didn't resemble anything from the no. movie they were not they were either way too big or way too small for a human to wear yeah and one of them was a dressing yeah one of them was a was it, was what, was it was a vinaigrette. It was a raspberry vinaigrette. It was a French raspberry dressing. vinaigrette dressing. Ugh. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They have over 5 million users and have helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. And that was, I mean, just to be fully transparent, that $500 million was most of that was the, the dresses. Well, yeah, I mean, you're talking about Hollywood memorabilia. You're talking about, like, ornate gowns, you know, yes. in some cases. And so that was... Uh, yeah, that was costing me a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash the boys. That's rocketmoney.com slash the boys, rocketmoney.com slash the boys. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise, plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hollywood Handbook. John, is there anything else we wanted to get? Yeah, we did just want to get, I mean, there's a segment we're going to do that we could maybe this could be sort of a pilot for it where it's just, it'll be a year round segment that we'll do basically every day where we just, we talk edgy Halloween costume ideas. Oh mm -hmm. God. Yeah. And we just get in there and Tim, you get in there and you get raw as hell and you could go like, Hey kids, why don't you be the fly on Mike Pence's head? That's hilarious. And then pause. Cause in the car, it's going to be laughs. Are people doing that? Really? With the, with the fly in the head? That is hilarious. Dude. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Ghost of RBG, okay? Big rest in power chain on, okay? 
is this a Halloween costume, right? Right. <laughs> Combining her with like stuff from black culture, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's, ah, like, that's smart. The big chain and like she's right. doing throwing gang signs and stuff like that. You like, know what I mean? The notorious. The no- yes. So you're the notorious RBG. Yeah, exactly. Yes. The ghost of. The yes. notorious yeah, RBG. Yeah. Um, what about uh, like um, one of the, what, who are some of the famous sort of ghouls from, uh, from the Hubie Halloween movie, the Sandler film. You remember those like mm-hmm. cra- scary, scary shit, man. It's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> some of that shit was fucked up. Yeah, I was, actually got sick watching it. The last 30 minutes of the movie are fucking, it's like hereditary. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Scary, mm-hmm. scary shit. Like no, fucked up. I had like covert has been saying to me. I don't know if I, I don't know how many people watched past the first half hour, but if you get past the first half hour, it's fucked up. Well, first half hour draws you in. It goes, hey, yeah. let's have some fun. You know, I know a lot of people like, that like watch the first half hour. They're like, get it. It's 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 going long. I'm mm-hmm. a little I'm a little like uh, you know, it's it's a little troubling the character. Like I'm not sure if I'm supposed to laugh at this character. Or I feel bad. You know, it feels mm-hmm. exploitive. But yeah. uh, so I've, I know a lot of people that turn it off because they just felt uncomfortable about the portrayal of somebody that was developmentally disabled. Sure. Just go watch Waterboy. But. If you stick with it, the last 20, 30 minutes of that movie are seriously some of the scariest shit I've ever seen. This was, I, I, I know a lot of people talk to Alan Covert about this, uh, and he was the one saying, it's not scary. It's not, it's like for kids. It's not a big Dude, deal. Dude, some, like, a re, they use real corpses, real, like, mm-hmm. cadavers they in the last, like. actual bones and blood. Y- and, yeah. 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 Real dead bodies. Like, real cadavers were fucking, what, I don't want to give it away, but they're, like, fucking torn apart. Yeah. No, they no. Someone, I mean, well, not just the cadavers because there was a person who was murdered on screen. I mean, they were. <laughs> I know, like, I know. They, they were actually like um, terminally ill. Yeah. So it was somebody? It was they sort won of like some a, kind of contest, like or whatever. It was a Kevorkian like, type that where it was like yeah. they want. It was assisted suicide, but, but in the it was so, movie, their portrayal is they're acting like no, I don't want this to happen. I don't want so you to put those swords gross. in. Me. It was so gross. Peter Dante and, gets sliced in half vertically. Yeah, it was like. Ugh, all the entrails coming out and like the characters like Steve Buscemi, like I didn't, I can't believe, it. I mean, they must've done some kind of, they must've swapped out cause he's like eating the fucking intestines and they didn't swap smearing. him out. They did not swap him out. No, it's really, no, they didn't swap him and it's no, it, that's it's not, gross. no, 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 no. The Steve, there's no way Steve Buscemi ate the fucking entrails from that corpse. I saw the inside look. I actually, I actually did watch the inside look. And they were uh-huh. like, let's show, let's show how we got this shot. But all it is, like, he is in, just in front of a green screen. Yeah. But with the it, actual cadaver? But yeah, actual- everything else, the cadaver is real oh and my, all the, like, the entrails are real. But they did kind of like a day for night thing. Right. I had a general at Happy Madison where, um, they, yeah, they, they actually ate a human kidney in front of me. I can't believe that that's just okay like why aren't the QAnon people protesting over about that because that's truly sick but it's art I, you know it's yeah magic, i mean i agree i agree but it's renegaded film it's not my kind like i don't like horror movies but to see steve buscemi who i like as an actor like i'm really shocked and there was it looked like there was i mean because i guess there's when people die they still have shit inside their body you know yeah no you don't and yeah it's he's it's like wherever smearing, it is because it's like there's a lot of blood obviously but there's also like 
fucking more than clearly. You would no, it's expect. gross yeah. to talk about, but it's it, but it's what you see on screen, and we should discuss. Like, yeah, it's like undigested, and it's like it. it's so long. Like everybody that's in the June Squib is doing it too. She's stuffing fucking like body parts up mm-hmm. her vagina. And her name is not June Squibb in the film, but she does say, hand me my June bib. Yeah. I'm about to chow down yeah. on some of this human feces. And you're going, wait a minute. This was a kid's movie 40 minutes ago. I know. It's like it's like a Gigi Allen situation going on at the end of that movie. And it's awful. June Squibb crawled inside Swartzen's stomach and ate her way north out yeah. the top of his head. And they yeah. didn't mm-hmm. use that. That's only in the inside look. And nobody in the com which is really sick. And I know it's been a hard year. It's like it's a pandemic and the election. And but nobody in the comedy community is coming out to say anything about Nick Swartzen and the fact that he's dead and yes. that He's his body was used as like a prop to be killed in this movie. For, and I mean, for, I know yes. he gets sort of like used by the Happy Madison gang in various ways. And it's sort of whatever. That's that's I'm ha- I was happy for him. But you'd think the comedy community would have come out and said something, anything about Nick mm-hmm. Swartzen. And like, but it's for like a blooper reel, right? Like it's, yeah, like they, it's not, you know, the basically in, in the post credit in the fucking movie. There's a quick thing where Nick Swartzen opens his mouth and it looks like he has a second set of teeth behind his teeth. And then you realize, oh, no, that's June Squibb's teeth. And then she right. bursts out yeah. of his head. Yeah. She won't. I mean, I it's a testament. Like, I would love to hear from Netflix when people turn that movie off because it has to be like a high percentage of people that turn it off after 30 minutes because they like, have I know those what, numbers. I yeah. know what this is. This is just this is another Adam Sandler thing. I get it. I don't really I'm not really in the mood for this kind of humor anymore. But shit, like. If people knew what's at the end of that movie, they would be out. Of, it would be over. And that, I mean, I would think that the FBI would be interested in that too, because there's got to be some laws being broken. You would Anyways. think, but they're you know they're busy with other shit. I guess sure. Right? Russia, Russia hoax and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. Biden, Joe Biden's Space emails, force shit. Right. No offense. No. He's got that six movie deal or whatever, and so like I assume like there's no, they more have coming. to let him keep making them, and it's gonna get sicker and sicker. Because now they've gotten away with it, and now it's like, well, what you know, what can we do next in terms of like eating humans on camera? It's such a Trojan horse. He does that first thirty minutes, and then sneaks in that sick stuff. So I, I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to. I'm. I'd love to work with him. I want to. I don't want to like burn bridges with with him. So I kill like, to work. I kill to be eaten on camera by Adam Sandler. Oh, be a, it would be an honor. I would if it's if it's Buscemi eating me. I better. I get. I need my own trailer at least. But if it's Sandler. Um, give me a day rate. Kevin, do you want to just, did you find a monologue? Yes. NBC removed it from their website, but I found someone, I believe, filming their television. Okay. So that, you know, this must be a, this must be a hot one. This is third rail stuff, man, because if Possibly they're pulling talking it down, about like the war and stuff that they don't want, they usually to, brag oh, they're about. here. Yeah. So let's see. It's great to be back. So here if hosting. you could talk like that, yeah, and use your this real voice the way he is, yeah, yes. All right, I'll just do it. In, let me just do it in pieces. You play it, and I'll and I'll, I'll get it back to you. Ready? Ready? It is so great to be back here hosting Saturday Night Live. <laughs> it is so quiet, please. It is so great to be back here hosting Saturday Night Live. Okay. This year has been so amazing. I've been okay. lucky to be in some great movies. Hold uh, it. Have the movie- Thank you. 
Yo, this year has been so amazing. I'm so lucky to have been in some great movies. That This is great because you are, you're just Gordon Levitt. You were born in Los Angeles. You've lived there for your entire life, but you have this Brooklyn vibe. This yeah. authentic Brooklyn, Brooklyn kind of Don John. I, there's no other term for it. That's just become the term. It's this Don John accent <laughs> well, he, that you he got into the part real never, guys. He got into the part and never got out. Movie Looper come out. Oh, yeah, my film. Yo, my film Loopers come out. Yo, go ahead. I play a young version of Bruce Willis, so I guess I'm playing Ashton Kutcher. Okay. I play a young version of... Take it again. I play a young version of Bruce Willis, so I guess I'm Ashton Kutcher. So that's why, and now we know why that was pulled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't fuck with Bruce like that. That Bruce sucks. Got his, That's yeah, got his thumb on the. Because he's talking here. about cuck stuff. He, he's only got Bruce has only got so much patience for that shit. I wouldn't be surprised if Bruce came and beat the shit out of Joseph Gordon-Levitt at some point shortly after this live appearance. <laughs> I was also in The Dark Knight Rises, yeah! but you know, yeah, you know what my favorite superhero movie of the summer was? Magic Mike. Boom. Bang. I, I was also in the dark. I was also in the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah, golf. Yes, but you know what my favorite superhero movie of the summer was? Magic Mike. Okay. Oh. I'm, I'm serious. My friend Channing Tatum was so great in that. And you know what my favorite part of Magic Mike was? This part. Oh shit. Okay, he's well, doing, he I'm, took not his, exa- I'm not doing that. Uh, he took his shirt listening. off and he does well, a little Well, radi- it's just a radio. Just for, yeah, we could do it fake. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine, fine, fine. Uh, and, no, my friend uh, Taylor, what's his name? Uh, Taylor Higgs. What's his name? Taylor uh, Higgs. Yep. Taylor Higgs. <laughs> he did such a great job. And you know what my favorite part of that movie was? Porno and then music. we can just have the pixels. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. move around in a suggestive way you can do like a nipple really easily with, yeah. with just the pixels on that screen and Cannon we just do head, like yeah. a couple nipples and they're Sounds just like good. kind of bouncing around on bow, there chicka, bow, bow, that kind of thing going on yeah. there perfect that's great that's perfect I have, I have shatner's ready if you want to hear that uh okay okay tim was kind of over it but oh or, man, we, I, yeah we could stop too i remember that jacket no, it was just Tim. Tim was over it. He pretty clearly indicated he was over it, and I, and I actually I agreed with him. But is that like a yeah, hunting? Is that like a hunting jacket that he's wearing? It's like a <laughs> camouflage hunting jacket. He looks good, man. I, hey, how old is he at this point all. right now? Can you tell? This is nineteen eighty six. Okay, nineteen eighty six. When what year was he born? Nineteen forty, probably nineteen forty something. Mm-hmm. So what's we're it? looking at a man who's? I'm gonna guess he's about. 48 here born in 31 oh shit oh 55. my god 55, he's 55 yeah. here hey okay we've got some uh well i i've got some like good living to do for a while he's looking, I'm looking very like, good except his hands look awful right mm-hmm. and the wig doesn't look like yeah it obviously is a wig but that skin's falling off his face as well there's g e smith back there that's a good band i mean we talk about bands for a sec, like when you're talking about bands, you know, E Street Band, mm-hmm. fucking Beatles, mm-hmm. uh, the band Dead, Grateful Dead, people love. 
mm-hmm. Jefferson era, not Jeff, like you know the Stones, the Who. I'm going SNL G.E. Smith era. G.E. Smith era. That's my G. Halloween Smith costume. Era. Man, mm-hmm. that is a such a good band. I wish I could have seen them live, like out of mm-hmm. that, that studio, like on the road. They're killing it, dude. Killing it. This was the time, man, when music was still damn music. It was none of this auto tune crap. You know what? What I don't know if you know about this. Like in the eighties, when like probably this year, this this era, the Carvey Carvey years, the E Street Band. I mean, the uh, G E Smith Band. Sorry, mm-hmm. would jam from like on a Saturday on a show day. They would they'd get in there. They would jam and like the, like big time G E Smith freaks would know this and they'd show up super early. And mm-hmm. the band would start warming up, and they would play from like noon till eight, and then there would be the dress rehearsal and blah mm-hmm. blah. But then after the show, they played until sunrise. They would play all the way in through like breakfast um, after the show, and people would stick around and party, and it would turn into this fucking unbelievable mm. uh, session. And those guys, none of that. I mean, there's been a few like bootleg recordings of it, but some of that stuff, like that post show. G.E. Smith and the band jamming is some of the greatest music I've ever heard. And and blood would be shooting out of his saxophone because oh they play God. for so long. Mm-hmm. They played his, so his lip hard, would like explode. It would. They played in that crescendo, like you hear it here in the Shat, in the Shatner bit. That the whole like, ah! mm-hmm. like that was kind of the, that was kind of like where they were. That was like the level they were at the whole That's time. That's the pitch. Like it, no, he would hold that. Note. He would hold that. Note. And he just like made this wall of sound. It was really, uh, it's really unbelievable. Yeah, he would hold that note for four or five hours. It was when Lenny Pickett showed up that it was over for me. It's like, okay, now this show is more about. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's for it like up. teenage it's like girls the names or whatever. And right. like, yeah, it's like about these like hot guys on stage. Yeah. It got really, like, really stiff, really quick. This guy you know, who is more like, famous for like, oh, so now, oh, now who's he dating this week? Oh, now he's dating Demi Lovato or right, whatever. Right. And it's like, what are you actually, what about what happens on the show? Why is it suddenly more about this guy's like private life? Mm-hmm. Who's he, who's he dicking down, right? It's like, I'm sorry. I hate that stuff. GE, which by the way, you know, was like the guy you know you're talking about ge at general electric like that's where we're talking about when we talk about ge you know ge yeah. Yeah. light bulbs ge no Smith. honestly no, yes came for and money didn't have to work a day in his life no but actually just was kicked the energy ass, and was the kick, life force yeah of the show. kicked ass some and then yeah it was the it was like the greatest most artistic flow of music and then it just became really stiff really lame really fast when he mm-hmm. left, and it sucks. Commercial teeny bopper stuff. Like when, when you get Michael McKean coming into that cast, you get Chris mm-hmm. Elliott, you get Sarah Silverman. That that era, mm-hmm. that's when things got Mark, you know, Mark McKinney. The mu- you notice that the music gets mm. it, it gets really lame, really boring, really Extremely fast. Extremely air yeah. is out of the balloon, you know. Oh, so uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani's pants tucking in technique, his shirt tucking style, that could be a Halloween costume. Great. Um, what about uh, Borat? That would be funny to dress up two. as Borat. Borat could two. be really funny. Borat 2. Borat 2. Borat's old. So Borat 2 could be a funny one. If you do Borat 2, I like it. Mask as a p- underwears. How about a... Uh, how about Jeffrey Tubin's penis? Now that Whoa. would be funny to see. Oh, Jeffrey no, Tubin's penis. That's... Jeffrey Tubin's penis. <laughs> Jeffrey Tubin's uh, tube sock that he's masturbating into. Well, that would be something. Okay, yeah. T O O B sock. One thing right? I never hear, and we're talking about this, right? It's in all these stories. 
Did he finish? Do we ever hear this? No, people are so uncomfortable around sex in this country. You're telling me that no, that no one even asked? None of these journalists even asked? A European journalist, it would be the first question they ask. But in this country, we're yes, so uptight. So, so, so you, uh, you uh, were spanking the monkey. Have you finished? Did you finish? Was this a, <laughs> is it a good wank? Mm-hmm. Of course, that's, that's the how story. they'd handle it. That's exactly how they'd handle it. Cheeseburger choice, go. Cheeseburger choice. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Uh... Cheeseburger, I gotta go Shack Shake. Shack Shake. Ah, mm. uh, one of the classic, the long line. Almost better so, than the food. So good. Smash burgers are the only way to go. I hate these people that are sort of like, oh, I want a big thick burger. No, no you don't. Get the no. fuck out of here. You want yeah. it smashed? Step on just, it. I ought to fuck oh. you. You go you fuck yourself. Piece of shit. Yeah, big fat thick burger. What are you going to fat burger? Fuck you. Fuck you. I hope you fucking die. Kill. I you. mean, I like it all though. Kill, I like Burger I'll King. I like. Ass. I like all the food. Ah, uh, yeah. I yeah. I like it too. Yeah. Whopper Junior. Mm, mm. Kind Fun of a boy. kind of a great uh, oxymoron. Is that one of uh? Was the great the great comic George Carlin? Go, go ahead. Yes, yes, the yeah, best. He's going, yes. The best. He go, okay, so the I walk, modern I, man. Yeah, I love that. He goes. Uh, I walk into a Burger King and they go. Uh, uh, we got a new item here called the Whopper Junior. I go, huh? Oh yes, no, he's the best. And they're yes. like, oh, it's just a smaller yeah. version yeah. of the original yeah. Whopper, so that's why they call it a Junior. I'm like, what? Then maybe don't call it. Then maybe don't call it a Whopper. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? And then they got jumbo shrimp. Jumbo shrimp? What? I love what? George Carlin. He goes, what? I seen the inside of an outhouse. I seen the outside of a day's inn. Nobody parks on a, in a parking lot, and they drive on a parkway. It's like, it is nuts when you think about it. He makes such a good point. It's fucked up. It's, There's no yeah. difference between Democrats and Republicans. That's a great bit. The whole There's no difference between a Republican and a Democrat. Mm-hmm. It's all about the money, he would say. It's all mm-hmm. about the money. And like commercials talking about like so many commercials. Oh my god. He's have going we don't off. what you, I love his bit. He goes, uh I used to memorize all this stuff. He goes, Haven't we seen enough commercials? And they killed him. They killed they him. They killed Bill Hicks. Yeah. One by one. They mm-hmm. killed all of them for thought crime. That's and if I'm Dennis Leary, is. I'm looking over my fucking shoulder, yeah. brother. Oh, he is a marked man. Mm-hmm. Because because he's being honest. Don't stand he's actually too being close. Honest. That's all. Don't stand too close to mm-hmm. Dennis Leary. Right, right. Because they have a they they might not make uh make that perfect kill, but they mm-hmm. did with Lenny Bruce. Yes. Uh that was some tainted tainted junk, they say. Mm-hmm. Uh that he stuck up his arm. And same with Jimmy Hot Hendrix. Shot, strict nine. Jimmy Hendrix mm-hmm. was on his way to, I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys know this, Jimi Hendrix was transitioning out of music and into stand-up comedy. Yeah. To he like conscious and comedy. Yeah. You can hear it in his lyrics in the later songs as he started to sort of make these little observations about language. Yeah, well, there's a that great routine he does in What If Six Was Nine, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the rest, rest is, like, castle's made of sand, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. float to the sea eventually. You know, it's all kind of, Observational, interesting stuff. But well, and Jim gonna, Varney took it and ran with it because Hey Joe became Hey Vern, right? Yeah, you know, it's like people don't talk about that, and it's coming for Maisel too. I mean, like you can see, just kind no. of in the background, Mrs. Maisel. Dude, you'd like, be Mrs. It, Bullseye. She's got a fucking yeah. giant target on her ass. Car they bomb. are going to. They Calling are going it. to 
eliminate her. What are they going to do with that show, though? Because at some point, the actual the show is going to catch up with the actual person, like the narrative, right? Like, right. So yeah. at some point, they're going to have to like figure out how to do that. Like, are they going to actually tell the story beyond what's happening in real life? Like, I don't, I really even don't know. Tim, I couldn't be less concerned. I trust them implicitly. I get it. Yeah. I, know. I, I, I understand you have a question. Literally. I trust that dream. I trust that team with my life. No, I know. And if I there's know. anyone who can I handle it, it's them. So I, I honestly, I'm excited for when that challenge arises because I it's know it's coming because it. like literally, I don't know what year it was, but like their next season is going to have to, I think, start overlapping with the real characters, real life. So I don't know. Yes. I, and they absolutely will tackle it with their trademark charm, grace, humor. And a lot I would of like heart. to know what I'd like. I guess my point is, I'd like to know what Maisel thinks about the whole thing. You know, Miss Maisel, like what she thinks, and is is that changing the way she behaves? Because it's going to affect the show. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, and for the thousandth time, I actually <laughs> hear your question. I understand it. Uh, it's not an issue of me being confused by it. What I'm telling you is, if you ask it again, I will end the show. Okay, well, maybe that's a good idea. Yeah, we have to we have to do it anyway. Yeah, we got what we need, honestly, with the bumpers and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I good. think we I think we can. Well, uh, clue me in when this it. deal comes together. I'd be, you know, it sounds like something I'm going to have to be pretty. We're not going to know. With. We're not even going to know. They're we not just giving the material. Us. It'll just be yeah, happening. They'll stitch yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. So just okay. listen to, in, in the car, I guess. It'll be on. Yeah. Yeah. Is it going to be anywhere near raw dog comedy when I turn on my dial, turn my dial? Is it be that that like area of the serious spectrum? It'll be quite a bit higher, actually, Tim, in the <laughs> dial. Yeah, it'll be a much larger number than raw okay. dog comedy. That's actually a really big channel for them. Raw dog <laughs> is moving to one channel one. <laughs> you start That's on raw cool, dog, man. and if for some reason you ever need to switch it, <laughs> <laughs> you might then you might find Tim XF. Channel That's one awesome. is like half raw dog and half like here's how to use your radio. <laughs> <laughs> set up set up instructions, yeah. And the album, there's an album as well, Tim. Yes. Uh oh, there's always an album. Fear of Death, uh, available everywhere. Now good at Sam Goody, uh, or Hollywood Video or wherever you music get your land. music. Suncoast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Suncoast has been TV. great. Sun, Strawberries. Suncoast yeah. has been great. Strawberries is not not handling it this cycle, but Coconuts has been awesome. Coconuts has it. Coconuts has tape CDs. And uh, they now are selling USB drives, too, with the the record on it. Mm. Okay. You put it in there. Bye. Bye. I'm out. (laughs) Hollywood Handbook. That was a HeadGum Podcast.